I don't know what an ashtray bitch is supposed to be, but I immediately got a flashback to the early 90s with my daddy in his house shoes and dress socks up to his knees with a cigarette. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for our double episode of Vicariously Merlin. This is season five, episodes two and three. We are 10 episodes away from putting the lid on Merlin. It has been a bumpy ride. Some really great moments, a lot of frustration, a lot of hair pulling. <laughs> And quite often, some boredom. And I find one part of this two-parter that we are going to discuss absolutely a snooze fest, while the other one, which we will begin, Arthur's Bane Part 2, was okay. I gave it a 7 out of 10, written by Julian Jones, directed by Justin Malatinkov. I always say it wrong, and I have to say it twice. Uh, This whole arc felt drawn out just a bit. The whole Merlin and Arthur buddy roadshow. It's just (sighs) for the bromance. If you're here for the bromance and the bromance gives you all of the feels, then so be it. However, all they do is say the same shit over and over and over again and repetitive. And that's why... British TV shows tend to be very shorter (laughs) because they have one concept idea sometimes and it definitely took a long time to get a little bit better at that but it also was to reintroduce Mordred who isn't the angry boy anymore since Arthur saved his life but Merlin won't let his guard down spending the entirety of the hour I got my eyes on you. I'm just like, Merlin, if you would handle your business, then these will not be problems for you. Why don't you just kill him? You should have killed him when he was a kid. Now he's an adult. You know what he's about. You know what he's planning to do, what he's destined to do. And I really am already sick and tired of watching Merlin wrestle with this because it's old and I'm tired of it and you did the same thing with Morgana and now you just have the a new person you could feel those same ways about you either love Arthur and you're gonna sacrifice everything for him because this whole dream of Albion it's so far out the window the Saxons have arrived with the whole idea of the Saxons we all know that's the beginning historically of the whole Arthurian idea going down the fucking tube they come with their gods and they're angry technically magic won out (laughs) the gods were worshipped and whatever the fuck Arthurian and knighthood all that romantic age ended very quickly in a lot of bloodshed and violence and then they took over and ruled for many 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 years leading into the new kingdom it 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 just brings in the modern english dynasty i got why the saxons were there i just didn't know if i needed mordred to be with them why would he be with the saxons versus the druids that doesn't make any sense i 
am so tired also of seeing Morgana step into the scene. I mean, every time she does, we could have had anyone else leading this revolution. It would have made sense that the Druids would be like, fuck that. We've taken too many hits from the the pen dragons i'm not down with this cause we ain't gave you like 15 years fucking emirates and still shit ain't got done all you have done is ship two people and make sure they got married and then you fucked up the rest of the time but did we need morgana the crack whore leading this revolution no we did not because every time she steps on screen i just sway to her anthem i'm in love with the coco i'm in love with the coco you know who also got a, a new anthem his name is arthur why the fuck you dying why you always dying oh my god stop fucking dying can his life not be in peril the way in which it is constantly in peril maybe if you would stay the fuck home and rule you would have a chance to create the type of thing that Merlin wants, but no, he's too busy trying to save your actual literal neck every five seconds because you keep doing shit that you should be delegating instead of impregnating your wife so your dynasty can move on. But it seems like that's not the case. You would rather play the Arthurian version of an action hero as Captain America in the Knights of Camelot as your Avengers. was basically fan service to the women meanwhile merlin always feels as if he has to do something and talk about how he does something and i'm just so sick and tired of his face i'm so sick and tired of merlin i want him to die I didn't realize I hated Merlin as much as this rewatch has shown me. I cannot stand Merlin. He is so fucking useless. And then the fact that he keeps looking at Mordred like, you're not going to get away with this. After he saves Arthur's life, you know, something you're supposed to be fucking doing. Yeah, you didn't accomplish it. Accomplish it. Then Mordred gets to go home to Camelot and become a knight. And he's sitting there with a stupid fucking stank eye. Gandalf just sent me an email and flipped me off saying how dare I even make a comparison between the two wizards because one accomplished it while the other did absolutely nothing except whine and take all the credit for things that he himself created situations that he created by the way the only thing that saved this episode was the fact that Gwen was being the queen that Arthur just cannot be to his people whatsoever and lets out that she or she reveals to her Gaius her plan that well one I, I appreciate the fact that he did not just jump at the fact that maybe you should reconsider like he gave her that paper at first after she says I'm sorry it's the law Sifa I'm not sparing your life you got to die and he's she's like where do i sign he's like yeah you can sign right here and maybe you want to reconsider 
but at the same time i'm not pushing this agenda because you know gaius is a little bitch (laughs) and if this new regiment wants to kill people so fucking be it but seriously why is everyone keep saying that she doesn't deserve it she killed hella folks now fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck that bitch girl don't know if her husband is alive and everyone's talking about spare her life at least hear the news that arthur is breathing before you even think about it but she's already decided that the girl is not the problem it's her daddy and she's using the news of the execution to flush him out so that he would rescue his child i'm a boss ass bitch 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 they allowed Gwen to be independently several times in these two episodes to be smart and competent leader even without Arthur at her side and that's a lot for the Bechdel test so I will give the show that they could have very easily made her be ever so worried about Arthur and mourning and just being that type of person but no that is not her even though why the fuck you fully dressed at like 3 a.m in the morning when the bells go off (laughs) when Rolden shows up her plan does work and he rescues his daughter however Gwen really made an enemy since Ileon dealt the fatal blow and Rolden Rolden is he dies and I felt like he went out in a rather un-G-like fashion for as great the character we know he, he is in Game of Thrones and so I was rather surprised he was already gone because I was so hoping he was uh, I must remember misremembered because I really wanted him to be thinking about knocking Morgana like using her as this batshit crazy person until he can cast her aside because she does have the true blood to the throne but using her apparently no that's not the case she actually is still running shit and that's just awful but I love the part where Gaius tells her oh you know I'm not so good at reading Druid pairs. I swear to God, I swear to God, you stupid bitch. She's like, nigga, you got me fucked up. I've been in the pits with your ass. I know the fuck. Don't you try to lie to me. Give me that bullshit. I don't know. You over there reading it good enough for what I'm seeing. You reading it better than I could. Stop giving me that bullshit, guys. Stop selling me that stuff. I'm not the Pendragons. I will not be sipping this tea anyhow that's how we pretty much i mean we had the aliens we had the prophecy i just really i'm done (laughs) with merlin trying to stop anything just let it happen let it happen like goodbye arthur (laughs) merlin tried his best but apparently his love of your friendship superseded him actually doing his actual fucking duty then we got the next episode and it was called the death song of uther pendragon once again directed by justin molotinakov and written by howard overman this episode debuted october 20th of 2012 and the previous episode the second of the two-parter debuted october 13th of 2012 I gave this episode a whopping 4 out of 10. I played Candy Crush the entire time. I was not paying attention. 
I know that Arthur saw his daddy's ghost or he had a chance to see his daddy's ghost. I just didn't care whatsoever to see Uther Pendragon once again on my screen. So that's how that episode went and ended. And that's the way the news goes. Short, sweet, to the point tonight. Let's see what the feedback has to bring. Christina, it's me, Shy. I am back to talk about Merlin, season five, episode two and three. Um, first thing first, I hope everyone had a very merry Christmas. Mine was very, very busy with cooking and cleaning and eating and (laughs) hanging out with my fellows and just enjoying the day and um yeah these days are numbered in regards to you know the kids are getting older and one day they're going to be out doing their own thing one day having their own family so these times are becoming something that I'm just trying to cherish and just enjoy while I have them so not to say you know there won't be more family stuff but it'll be difficult as they become adults and lead their own lives anyways I see the here nor there as for these two episodes you know I (laughs) I know I was frustrated in the season premiere um in regards to the you know what was happening and I will say that frustration bled out into these two um so we're really gonna do this we we you know, I was happy for a second because I was like, yes, there was a traitor amongst them. Gwen sifted out, exposed it, and then, <clears throat> you know, Sifa was found guilty, sentenced to death. And so, yeah, we, we, we're not doing this. We're not gonna do the traitor amongst us storyline again and we're gonna move on from that we're gonna do something different and I know Mimi (laughs) said it I think in her last feedback of how she was frustrated with um the redundant storylines that they tend to go with it's just like five seasons of this um I don't remember what the first I, I can't remember now um and then and for a moment in time uh that is last week I thought we were actually not going to do this I lost a week later and here we are with this Mordred storyline <laughs> 
Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I I'm tired. I am just tired. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. I'm tired, I'm frustrated. And it's like I don't know. Um they they couldn't they couldn't um what's the word I'm looking for? They couldn't <laughs> They couldn't make this more obvious if they tried what what's going to happen. I mean, I'm not stupid. I'm like, I'm like the, the, the hints are just like slapping me in the face on where they're trying to go with this. And I know, Christina, you keep saying this show was for 10, 12 year olds. So I'm guessing for them, this will be a surprise. <laughs> or this was a surprise for them, that audience, that age group. But for me, they're just laying it on thick with the prophecies and the you know just what they're saying in in these two episodes and it's like I'm just rolling my eyes because it's like they're just laying down the groundwork to what my suspicions are and I'm 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 just in this you know something you said um I'm tempted to you know google some stuff some mythology and see or mythos or whatever you want to call it um to see how but i'm not i'm gonna i don't know i mean again i know like general stuff of the author's story you know the night nights you know the round table um the sword and the rock i mean i know those types of things but i'm not very familiar with the story the details of the story like I didn't know anything about Gwen and Lancelot that they actually had an affair and all that good stuff so this it was interesting learning that from you know listening to you talk about it Christina but I'm not I'm just not feeling where this is going but I'm prepared you know I'm you know I'm sure it'll still hit me because it just seemed like these these superhero shows these shows of this genre and stuff like that they they love their you know heroes dying at the end type stuff I don't understand why I mean but you know whatever but we'll see but as for episode two the one thing that struck me as irritating in this one is Merlin and his you know being on his high horse and you know chastising author for not killing Mordred in that moment I was like I know you're not talking Merlin I know you're not sitting here being um the pot <laughs> uh you know getting on author's case for not killing Mordred I was like that was your job that was what you were supposed to do and you didn't do it because reasons um yeah I know he was a kid back then but you can do it now you know the threat now so why can't you kill him why can't you do something um instead of like why would Arthur you know he had no reason to kill uh Mordred in that moment um the other guys were jumped across the thing so he shot them with the arrow but Mordred was just standing there so you know he just got through sparing author's life not too long ago so why would he you know why would author just automatically just shoot the guy for no reason um i mean yeah you're privy to what the dude is gonna do um because of the prophecy the vision that that druid seer had but author doesn't know that so 
he's not gonna just kill some dude in cold cold blood after the guy saved his life so he he felt he did another solid you know and saved him again or not kill him then he saved him um because there's no way he can get to him so what was the point so that was dumb that whole thing with all uh, with Merlin chastising Arthur for not killing him like no player that was your job you were supposed to do that you dropped the ball and now here we are today with this hanging over your head so yes it's your fault still Merlin you know Christina I was laughing at um your when you were saying oh I didn't see the, the, you know, the breath, you know, the, when they're talking, the breath, I'm like, how can you not see it? I mean, when they're talking, it, it you can see their breath. I mean, it's cold in that cave. <laughs> and it was the same in this one. So I'm thinking you was a bit distracted, too, with them hard bodies, you know, pounding on them rocks that you didn't even see it. So, mm-hmm, okay, me and Mimi weren't the only ones eyeballing that. So, yeah, so we got some more of that in this one. Um, <laughs> um it's still yeah um anyway i'm not i was gonna say something about um but again i'm I'm, i guess i'm trying to think like you in regards to this is was meant for a younger audience so i'm trying to keep that in mind as well um because you've said it a few times so i'm like uh, yeah i should try to be mindful of that um when i'm thinking about this show and these episodes sometimes it's hard but I, I try um when they saw the was it Diomir which we finally found out what it was um still confused as to where it came from and all that stuff that really wasn't was it explained I don't know I didn't get it but um the all-knowing and so that's what I mean I guess Morgana wasn't doesn't know exactly what it is only that it's the key to the you know knowledge but they don't know what it looks like so they're like digging i'm like i'm just not understanding i guess i guess they just don't know what it is so they're just digging for it but my thing is so if you don't know what it looks like or what it is how would you know when you find it (laughs) so like yeah uh, okay anyway um back to that so we find out the blue alien thing Mimi had me crack it up because you know that's all I could think about when I was seeing it this time is that it does have um black people features and a bluish tint glowing body so that was funny um so that distracted me a little bit uh when I was watching it um but yeah I was the author cracked me up when he was like what was that so it's like it's like the elephant in the room like we see it you know everyone's looking at it uh, particularly Merlin and Arthur who've never seen it before <laughs> that moment and it's like they're all calm just that's it just oh yeah this is we see this all the time just bluish tinted weird alien glowing things just walking around yeah let's not be freaked out about it at all <laughs> so I was like, exactly, Arthur. What the hell was that? <laughs> Let's uh, not pretend like we don't see that. But the deer mirror, this is one of the things that, again, was hinting at, yep, himself. That's what he said. Arthur, the Bane, Arthur's Bane will be him. 
he is the reason for his own demise right so his character the very thing that is going to bring prosperity to camelot that's going to make him the best king in the world is also going to be his demise his ability his compassion his empathy and his ability to forgive and to look beyond station and all that stuff to um the person beneath so we see mordred supposedly kill morgana and i'm like why does nobody make check to make sure that she's actually dead is that too much to ask is it too much to ask that we see if she's dead because i'm like really <laughs> so when i see morgana walking i'm like why is nobody checking to see if she's actually dead or capture her and put her away they just do whatever the last time they, she just flung into the, the room and then nobody i'm with mimi i'm trust you mimi i'm with you because i'm like why are we doing this why do we keep just you know acting like this is it she died and then next thing you know we see her walking along and then why is that white dragon what is it called i forget the dragon's name why is the dragon loyal to morgana i'm confused is it merlin the dragon lord i don't get it i'm very confused what's going on with that so i would think that morgana i mean morgana merlin being the dragon lord can command the dragon to not follow morgana or get away or whatever it is so that's interesting like is it how did it get how did it not why why isn't it with the other dragon i'm just confused like what happened why are you not with the other dragon why is the other dragon not protecting you while you grow up I just not none of this is making sense so hopefully it'll explain itself through the season this last season so on to episode three where we got the horn of what catherine or whatever oh boy so i know this is gonna be mimi's favorite episode i just know it because i was just like seriously really we have the return of uther yeah really and why i mean why do we have to be subjected to this <clears throat> this nonsense of uther being uther it's like wow i could have gone forever without seeing him i could have i could have gone forever without hearing his hypocrisy i could have gone forever without seeing his annoying face about hearing his freaking mouth talk about nonsense and then see author get you know get seeing him get into author's head again about his thoughts and his feelings about the king i mean about camelot i'm sorry and what the king should do for camelot i'm like i'm not i'm 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 just not in the mood. Not in the mood for this BS. I'm just not. Um, so, but unfortunately, we, this is what this episode was. Is Uther being unhappy with the direction of the of the um, kingdom. And he's not doing it my way. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, you already knew that, Uther. I mean, you knew that Arthur was not like you so and and that and that's ultimately that's what frustrates me about author and uther in this episode is we it's already been established that 
author is not Uther and you know and author knows it and Uther knew it and so for them to do this little dance they were doing in this episode I just uh, it just annoyed me really I ain't gonna lie then we have Arthur going into the whatever spirit world to talk to Uther and then you know to supposedly I guess get closure and you know saying things he didn't get to say to his father I mean I thought he did I mean he sat there I mean Uther was dying but he wasn't dead yet so that's the time to say something at you know during that time when he was you know before he died um say all you needed to say it's not like he got stabbed and next you know he was dead you know there was time to say what he needed to say and then my thing is he didn't even say anything Uther talked pretty much the whole time you know treat him like treat him like shit pretty much talking to him like shit talking to him like he's an idiot like you know oh I'm so disappointed you know you're a failure I'm like really we gotta really listen to this and then author is just not saying anything but defending himself <clears throat> so that whole thing annoyed me I ain't gonna lie um then we have Uther haunting the castle with his BS trying to get rid of people or things or situations that he feels is making Camelot weak which is like the round table um for a ghost he is really a terrible one because he did basically nothing um other than not going out um so he hit he I mean I just (laughs) I mean he has supposedly had this power and that's the best he can do with it is knock down the chandelier that hits the round table you know fling open some doors um have an axe hit Percival on the arm I'm like really I mean that's the best you can do as a ghost and then you know he did his worst with Gwen or try to do his worst with Gwen um and of course obviously you know my you know where I'm going with this Christina you know where I'm going with this where were the guards where was where I mean we got a queen screaming and hollering you know all this noise and commotion screaming not nobody not not a soul in sight nobody is running to her rescue nothing she's just you know (laughs) you know being tortured to death but no problem she's only the king of a queen of camelot sorry uh don't no worries y'all keep guarding whatever the hell y'all guarding and not her you know do 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 you boo and then of course we have Merlin who stumbles upon the scene. Shocker among shockers. Yes. Well, uh, not, not. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see Merlin stumbling on it and rescuing Gwen. And then we have Arthur being Arthur, um, not believing it, even though he just got through going to the spirit world to see his father, but took him a minute to, you know anyway and so anyone else side eye author when he said why would my father try to kill Gwen really author uh, is that a serious question <laughs> you actually answered your own question I know my dad could be cruel he, that that's 
that he would kill her because he's cruel author he he's he's a cruel person <laughs> yeah yeah let's let's use that intelligence that you've been displaying to understand connect the dots he, he would kill Gwen because he doesn't like her he doesn't think she's good for Camelot he wants to get rid of her got it you know it's like really I, I didn't like how they dumbed down Arthur for that I, that was ridiculous I will say there were some funny moments in here um particularly <laughs> um when uh Merlin and Arthur jumped at that uh when you know at the the when Gaius came after they saw the rat I cracked up at that scene and um what else yeah I mean at first I was like why Arthur why are you scared I mean he's not trying to kill you he's trying to kill everybody around you you out of everybody you should be the one that felt the safest now for everybody else yeah they should be scared out of their mind so that was interesting uh, and of course we got Gwen being knocked out so she basically wasn't in this episode except for her little moment of being tortured Arthur got knocked out then we get Merlin revealing himself to Uther um you know I'm sure you know Merlin just couldn't that was just a moment for him he was just very you know in your face guess what yeah yeah guess what that's right I got magic what you gonna do about it yeah I know that was a moment for uh Merlin um but it was good to see that Arthur did um come back to and was the one that got rid of um Uther I think that was important that that happened so I'm glad to see it anyways um I I see what you're saying what you were saying um Christina um, from last last podcast yeah so far this has been like romance central uh, with just Merlin and um, Arthur we barely get any Arwen stuff at all it's been three episodes and it's been Merlin you know encouraging Arthur you know talking to him and all this stuff and Gwen is like pretty much a side side character just there um we barely see any interaction between her and Arthur I mean I know this show is called Merlin but dang you know it's like does Gwen not talk to her husband about anything it's only Merlin that you know encourages him and consoles him and all that stuff gives him the pet talks and let him know he's awesome so yeah I guess that's the way it is so um I'm not too holding my breath for any significant Arwen stuff happening because they've been married they're married now and I seem it seemed like we got less stuff now that they're married than we did when they were you know not together but maybe that'll change and upcoming it's only at three episodes in but yeah we barely got anything and I did laugh at um Mimi and you talking about them having kids because I agree I mean they should you know realistically they should have had children by now um there's no way that you know because that's one of the responsibilities of a queen is to give her king an heir and so the fact that it's been over three years since they've been married and she hasn't gotten pregnant or anything like that or had any kids is very uh eyebrow raising 
but anyway that's all i have um these episodes were okay for me um uh has i did laugh at there were some funny moments in it and um yes very irritated that morgana still is alive for you know because we know that's gonna end well and um mordred yes uh it's only a matter of time before we know what his true plan is and he has he is going to be the traitor amongst them again so here we go let the games begin so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her take on the episodes i did laugh several times when you kept saying and he could have just told him about what he could have done and i even i forgot what you was even talking about i was just laughing at your inflection the entire time just bawling out loud laughing like she definitely is underlining every word she is saying right now. <laughs> um in regards to the missing arwen yes i i will say there's gonna there's some scenes to be had um i think the whole thing back then was oh well you know gwen doesn't have any she doesn't have any agency outside of arthur so to give her something to do besides being the love interest was kind of a plus and i did applaud that but they once again (laughs) gave her the angle of being on a pedestal and it would have been nice if there was a little bit more layers to it but this is just not that type of show and yes they are a little bit more in love with the romance aspect and it definitely shows and it's quite frankly stale it's so i'm so done with them saying pratt i'm like is that the only word in the dictionary they really just had no creativity past a certain point and i believe that certain point was the end of season two (laughs) everything afterwards was just like oh we're still renewed okay let's just shake this up and do it all over again remember that used to be a formula for shows though if you think about it there's ncis ncis los angeles ncis uh new orleans look at all the fbis they've done well not fbis it's really recent criminal minds criminal mind suspect behavior what's the other one they did um 50 million spinoffs of uh i know it's criminal mind csi csi all of that and then even now with the cw where did they start off they just started doing spinoffs of different series so i can see where the where they really were thinking yeah all we gotta do is change up the characters a little bit and continue the same formula because apparently and i'm looking at the damn ratings that motherfucking shit worked so you we're we're criticizing it in 2020 because we've seen better and know better and this show basically skated by on very low expectations and it continued to hit up in the 8.3 i think the lowest is 6.40 million so it didn't have that criticism that said man this is awful writing and terrible storylines and awfully repetitive and can you come up with something new the audience was eating that shit up which is why we got this very 
very continuous cycle <laughs> and they do awful things to arthur as a character the fact that he wasn't looking at his daddy dead in his face kiss my entire ass there's really absolutely no excuse at all that he would be like oh yeah i'm gonna allow my father who's dead to have some I've already made that decision, especially when it came to Gwen and marrying her. Maybe he slipped on the side for a little bit, but for the most part, he was already like, oh, and then what do you mean? Why would my father kill Gwen? He tried to kill you. Remember the thought of y'all being in love said she got to be a witch and she got to die. That don't make no sense that they would have this whole thing with him and her. That was just... (sighs) the whole thing with uther was absolutely just to get the actor back because oh my god wouldn't it be great except if you were gonna do that it should have been arthur making it very clear i am not my father's son and he was just not a great person yes you were my father yes i loved you but at the same time you hurt a lot of people and i'm really spitting on your grave just a bit for all of the terrible shit that you did like you will not be memorialized you will be respected as my father but only as my father and as a son and as a father who loved me and at least allowed me enough room to be taught better because clearly i'm supposed to be better it just made no sense that he would regress not as far as he's gotten not after the fucking betrayal of the uncle no no just no and then why is the dragon helping morgana yeah you'll find out about the dragon i will say every parent but oh yeah that's what you were going off about the fact that merlin's the dragon (laughs) the dragon speaker and he's like just command the dragon not to be around her (laughs) i don't think morgan knows uh merlin knows about the dragon i don't even remember like i said i was playing a lot of candy crush and words with friend during these episodes but i will say like the druids they were aligned with emrys at one point they fucking done with emrys they're like i'm tired it's been three years it's been three years and yes there's just no sense whatsoever other than the fact that the show didn't want to bring in the idea for those two young audience members the fact that they would totally have at least three babies right now as long as they waited to smash and i'm still convinced in my head hitting that they were smashing on the side you gonna go over your her house every night and gonna tuck her into bed and y'all ain't do shit and it was like four years before you could even get married nah nah there's a lot of nightly love and then there's also many bases <laughs> and maybe they just didn't want to put gwen in that role of just being the the woman wife tied with children because oh my but fuck y'all we wanted to see Gwen with some babies because we're still waiting for Iris West Allen to pop out too and I don't know how I feel but when they get those babies on the show I'm I'm always at a crux with babies she could be pregnant though ain't nothing wrong with being pregnant (laughs) but then he'd have to save her or she'd have to I think her being pregnant just wasn't convenient wasn't convenient for the plot and clearly i think they knew this was the last season of the show because they certainly wrote it like it speaking of our queen mimi let's hear what she has to say she said it would be short and concise so yeah i'm pretty sure she's not happy about the uther thing either let's hear her rant about it 
What up, Stina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for Merlin. Uh, this is season five, episodes two and three. I didn't write very many notes, um, and I watched it over the course of a couple of days. Um, so I'm going to try and do the best I can. Uh, this isn't going to be very long, um, but I'll do the best I can. I know I wrote one thing in my notes because I just looked. Um, so, uh, episode two it's like the part is the second part of the season opener um i do remember um having (laughs) an extreme emotion when it came to gaius raggedy behind when he was talking to sifa um first of all why sifa thinks like why Gaius is on Sifa's side is mind-boggling haven't you known Gwen longer and second of all like when she was like can you talk can I have a meeting with the queen bitch why you already did what you did and now we're supposed to have some sympathy for you like this whole plot thing really pissed me off I'm not I'm sorry Gaius when he gonna sit there and say she made a mistake um, but it shouldn't cost her her life what about the lives that she got taken away because she decided she wanted to do treason so I that whole that whole scene pissed me the hell off like first of all why why should her life be spared when all those soldiers died and for all Gwen and Gaius know Arthur could be dead too and Gwen gonna sit there and say oh well I don't really want her I want her dad you should want them both dead it's both their fault I just I I don't know how I'm supposed to take this because it really made me angry like if they didn't want us to, to want her like to be sentenced to death then they shouldn't have made her like they shouldn't have made it such a bad thing because treason against the king is like was one of the worst things you could do and it was punishable by death and you literally did what they accused you of so why should we feel sorry for you because i don't i the whole time when we were watching this roll out i'm like why isn't she dead yet like she should have been murdered already and then where i'm supposed to believe that gwen doesn't want her dead you don't know if arthur is alive he could be dead and it is literally her fault she stood outside that room she listened for information that she could use to get back to her father she made a choice her dad knew what would happen if she got caught she knew what would happen if she got caught and now we're supposed to not feel sorry we're supposed to feel sorry for her and gaius is like oh she shouldn't die yes she should and you should die too right next to her for saying that bullshit Oh, like the, I think I was so mad at this scene that I stopped paying attention. Like I really, I really had to stop watching and then go back. It was just, ugh. and like I guess this whole time, you know, Arthur being caught, and I'm just thinking, like, why did it Merlin use his magic before they got caught? Now I, I don't know. Both these episodes. I got to be honest, but I, I didn't care for they I didn't like the way they made Gwen act stupid because they are literally acting like 
they don't know what like where Arthur is the rest of the the Knights of Camelot came back but Arthur did not so one should assume that he is dead you ain't heard from him you don't have no way of knowing he could be captured he could be dead and it's this bitch's fault and y'all supposed and I'm supposed to believe that she's fine and you're using it as a trap to get her father what's kind of stupid not who who wrote this is what I want to know it that that made me dislike this whole episode um the other thing I can remember <laughs> was that damn alien and, <laughs> and everybody's like nonchalant reaction to it because when when um Gwen woke up and saw it like his reaction was so passive and like oh thank you for saving me it's a fucking alien I and I swear to you, the alien looked like a black woman. Well, I should say the features. It sounded like a black woman and had like black women lips. Black, well, I should say black people lips, black people nose. The body was, looked like a white woman. Very skinny and what, whatnot. But why, why are we acting like this ain't an alien? I, I just don't understand. Like Merlin saw it and, and Arthur, like, so y'all used, <laughs> y'all just used to see aliens we don't get no kind of extreme emotion no shock no like oh my god what are you like no questions like i just don't who wrote this episode is my real question and can we talk about the daggone fact that there was a dragon that is morgana's bestie like how the fuck did this happen and what is wrong with the dragon why does it look like it looked malnutritioned and decrepit like can we like we had Merlin asked what was wrong with it oh it can't talk can we go back to that please Merlin why aren't you concerned you're supposed to be the last dragon whisperer and you don't care that this dragon is friends with Morgana you don't want to know why you want to know why it can't talk like can I I get you to inquire about some stuff um the fact that at the end what's his face is a knight of Camelot now so why like what made him worthy because he stabbed Morgana in the back (laughs) I I guess whatever I don't even care anymore this (laughs) this season's gonna get on my nerve and I've decided it's I can tell already um Gaius the fact that his hair is long bothers me when I see his face I just want to choke him so I feel like that's just gonna be how this season is gonna be for me um the next episode was stupid uh Uther Uther's ghost and I don't care I I really don't I ain't got nothing to say about this episode I for the love of God like the the thing that really annoyed me was first of all I I guess you know him going to save some random old lady and her gift let me gift you with this horn that can see the dead bitch what makes you think the king of a place where magic is outlawed would even want something like that (laughs) seriously this this the prize you're gonna give him for saving your life he literally does not allow sorcery in his kingdom i don't care how much of a different king he is from uther that is still a thing you're we're not allowed to do sorcery and he's just going just randomly save some old lady who's about to be burned at the stake okay whatever so then he's like oh, okay i want to go see my dad today we gotta go see him because it's the only day 
and I want to hear him talk about how great I am. Like, why, I don't understand why he felt the need to talk to him. What was so important that you needed to see Uther's ghost? And then when you got dragged for filth and they're telling you that the ghost is roaming the castle, like just <laughs> going around trying to kill Percival because he a knight and he shouldn't be almost killed Gwen and then tried to kill Merlin and then <laughs> what did what what Arthur used like when he finally got fed up with his dad ghost was when he was trying to kill Merlin really he literally tried to burn your wife alive and that wasn't enough for you to send him back to the depths of hell I what I whatever I don't even understand I I can't with these two episodes I really can't I don't know if it's just because the kind of mood I'm in or if they both were trash. I don't know. But I hated them both. <laughs> I I don't even know what else to say. Like, I, I want to watch them again to see, like, you know, when I feel better. But then I don't want to put myself through that because I did not like them. <laughs> Didn't like them at all. Um, the good news was seeing Wayne without a shirt on. That was awesome. And all we always always seeing Tom Hopper with no shirt on is great so I mean those were two things and I guess I kind of did like the alien but I don't think we're gonna see that alien again I hope I'm wrong because it was kind of cool um even though I don't know if it's necessarily an alien if it's I don't it's supposed to be like the answer to all I who knows I don't know what it was supposed to be but you know <laughs> they didn't go into depth about it they they were just accepting the fact that it's an alien it's a creature a weird looking creature that saved guy uh, not Gaius that saved Gwen. I guess there's that <sighs> I'm done I don't have nothing else to say I'm sure I missed some stuff but like I said I didn't like these episodes so there's not much else that I care to, to talk about my notes were pretty empty I didn't have anything to write in my notes except the Sifa thing I was just watching this and just being annoyed so i will end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode and they pretty much sum up the same things that i said uh i'm glad we had a lot of the same pet peeves and things that we did not like uh yeah i forgot the the dragon is all different I think that kind of goes into the whole cast aside. I'm not quite, you know, in the good magical club because there's just something wrong with me. It's called you fucking crazy, bitch. <laughs> and I will say the show had did absolutely nothing to Assange Morgana's. And I'm not trying to stick on her team whatsoever. But Arthur could have been like, you know what? You're my sister. And I will never judge you for being a magical person. And maybe this will be the thing that opens my heart to magical being not my stable boy servant that I have this close relationship out of nowhere. But with the fact that I have a sibling that was done wrong by my horrible father that condemned people just like her. And oh my God, I can understand her fear all this time of being discovered and possibly the father that already lied to you you know wanting to kill you if he ever found out your secret how about this how about we co-rule how about 
but then Morgana just lost all traction because she was like, "Well, I want to starve the people. I don't give a shit about Camelot." Then why do you want to rule? They just they went sloppy villain with her, and then they had it, and then they let it go away. They just let it fizzle, and she just can't be redeemed. They're not trying to make her be redeemed. I don't. Nobody wants her to be redeemed, but they just keep having her around. So what's the point if she's not to be redeemed? Then when they do have any other interesting character they just kill them off to service absolutely nothing nothing of the plot we got like five seconds of that dude rodan he could have played a role instead they gave it all to the smirking i really can't stand his face more anyway and you know what it's all fucking arthur's fault because you can't meet two people meet someone yesterday and oh you saved my life so i'm gonna make you a, the the inner circle like come on arthur be a little bit more discerning with the people in which you let into the round circle you knew this boy for five seconds he was hanging out with the saxons he was working for morgana clearly he could be swayed to the dark side and his one moment of proving to be a good person once he gets back to camelot and realizes that your kingdom's still full of bullshit and every week that you're still getting rid of magical shit he might feel some kind of way and that merlin knows this dude knows his name it makes no sense that he's still breathing the dragon would say he needs where is the dragon the great dragon maybe just abandoned a child was like "Ooh, you don't you didn't come out the way i thought you was so i gotta go maybe they just just all decide to be shit human beings who kind of cares yes the aliens were interesting (laughs) you keep saying they look like black people in the face now i'm just i'm gonna attach that and i didn't necessarily see it i did not but now i'm gonna see it and i hate you for it but yeah everything else about the episode like i'm glad y'all brought out details about the uther episode because i i don't remember shit other than he did not do what i thought he should so this was dumb yeah like i said the the oh i'm gonna get mad about merlin bullshit and not my wife that almost yeah that is i don't know what was going on behind the scenes but i think at this point and i'm just gonna be i think i said it earlier very blatant about it gay people were watching the show it was still made for children but people the gay fandom was the one that was showing up in droves in the millions to see the bromance because they didn't have any representation on tv and two men being friends had to be interpreted as something else and they made it interpreted as something else and at some point the the writers just like maybe a little bit with black sales we know that mimi that you start giving them shipper fodder just because even though it has nothing to do it's just fan feet fan service which is some of the worst type of tv pandering and i'm glad that other shows got canceled because of it and i was really disappointed in black sales and i think the writers did that after the fact after the show was already made just to appease a fandom that was in their inbox like no don't be childish tell those people to fuck off that was never the story i am not mad at you for fantasizing about whatever story you were concocting in your your fictional reality but it was it was in your fictional reality it wasn't the actual show it's something you wanted to happen and then you decided that the writer should be on your side and the writer said yeah why not 
oh just ugh. that is the worst kind of and yes that is going to be very irritating in the season because it is disrespectful in some ways in some ways i remember an interview though even because i was recently watching it and i thought of putting it in the show notes but i didn't because it was kind of a shit interview but someone did bring up the question gwen or merlin like there was actually a damn ship reward and i'm so glad i was not part of this fandom because i would have lost my damn religion but apparently yeah there was some type of sloppy shipping war going on and they had the audacity to actually ask the 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 actor about it and i will say he shut that shit down real quick like merlin is a great friend (laughs) gwen is his wife the love of his life it's not what you want it to be guys like it's fine to keep that shit and that's where you get those delusional fucking snowberries and stuff it's like it's one thing to have it in your circle it's another thing to be jumping all over the place thinking that that shit is real when there's been no indication that that is the case and then people feel the need to cater to those people or make them feel better that it wasn't their reality no hun they're unhealthy they they clearly have lost the 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 line between reality and fantasy and then they're doing it in a way that backlashes against black women each and every fucking time whether it's a heterosexual couple or a gay couple it's still the exact same people on each line fighting for something that really is already being given a dude that allow the fucking crowd to have it you know you don't see black women playing the idealized love interest very often in media and everyone else's idea is to take that away from them it's just a constant and yes it is why sometimes black women Mimi in particular (laughs) I'm fucking with you girl don't come at me in your tweets but Shari as well said the same thing like I'm so fucking tired of the same you know caucasian people being able to take their roles or or being superseded for the black person whatever their role may be and it's not fair it's just not fair let us have our own fucking shit damn (laughs) why do you feel the need to take it from us why can't we have our thing black men it never seems to be the same case and scenario but black women man just oh and i feel like half them phantoms that was shipping merlin and um merlin and arthur had nothing to do with it it was more of the fact that they were still caucasian more so than they were gay but about 90 percent of the phantom was gay that's just (laughs) absolute facts except for the kids that were watching and there were i won't say 90 percent. maybe that's exaggeration but at least 80 percent at least that number so now that i've gotten off of my spiel and why i probably will get annoyed at some things in this episode i remember some things were pretty interesting at least from past but hey that's when you get a rewatch and things aren't quite as rosy as you recall them or remember and this is my first rewatch in a long time so definitely vicariously seeing things differently through these two ladies 
If you want to send feedback on the next two episodes, you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.